Hello, my friends. Here we are. Today, Psalm 10. I'm going to read it to you in the ESV. Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the poor. Let them be caught in the schemes that they've devised. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high, out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. He sits in ambush in the villages. In hiding places, he murders the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the helpless. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws them into his net. The helpless are crushed and sink down and fall by his might. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, you will not call to account? But you do see. For you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evildoer. Call his wickedness to account till you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Yeah. So Psalm 10 is in many ways Psalm 9, part 2. Many of the same themes emerge, but immediately we get ushered into this dilemma of an experience. It seems like you're hiding, God. It seems like you've forgotten that you're standing far away, that you're not intervening. And then as a result, there are two different ways that are outlined to respond to this perceived lack of God's presence. On the one hand, it's smug and self-assured, I can get away with anything. There is no God. I shall not be moved. I shall not meet adversity. God has forgotten. He's hidden. He's not going to see it. He's not going to call to account. And so the wicked is pictured uh, as uh, hiding, lurking as a predator. On the other hand, uh, there's the struggling and seeking God. 
the oppressed, the fatherless, the afflicted uh, that is seeking after the Lord. And this psalm identifies heavily with this experience. And it's amazing how in praying this prayer, you develop this sense of compassion for those who are underdogs, for the underdog experience. And there's this movement uh, from why do you stand far away to God, arise, O Lord, lift up your hand, forget not the afflicted, act like a good mob boss and take care of the wicked people, do away with it so that the oppressed can breathe again, so that the afflicted can live again, so that they can know that you are God. The Lord is king forever. And the psalm ends in a sense of confidence that these are the things that God does. God is a God of the underdogs. God, if we are smug and comfortable, then afflict us. Scare us straight. But Lord, if we are struggling and seeking you, then grant us comfort. You are king forever and ever. Amen.